Yo, 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 what's up? My name is Frankie and welcome to What The Funk Podcast. A podcast dedicated for music producers, music artists, music fans, and, you know, music haters or what have you. So, to introduce myself, my name is Mackie. I'm a multi-platform creative producer. I started in the music industry eight years ago as a DJ. Yes, in the club, together with those DJ mixes. Well, I started with, you know, a laptop. Yeah, I can still remember my old laptop before. Um, it's filled with, you know, extended mixes so that you have, you have enough leeway to insert one song to another. Uh, when you're DJ- DJing in a party, well, I started in a party, uh, then came to my gigs in the blo- in the clubs, clubs in in Makati in VGC. At first, my parents didn't know about it, um, but then when they they found out actually when they noticed that uh, I've been getting a lot of a lot of cash lately. Um, and I began, uh, I started not to ask for allowances anymore because, uh, I can, you know, I can, I can manage to survive with my, my own cash, uh, through the day or through the school week. Although I'm not that confident yet to, you know, provide for my own education. Yeah. But other than that, uh, if there's something I wanted to buy or something I wanted to uh, get from the grocery, the store. Um, I'm I'm getting it from from my own pocket, man, because uh, that's how it is. Um, and then what happened next is that um, they technically supported me. I thought I thought they would be reprimanding me uh, on it, t- uh, telling me the usual parent parental things like um you shouldn't be doing it you should be concentrate focusing on school you should um you should do this and not that um you, you, this hobby of yours is although it's paying paying nice for a start um it's not good for your health you're staying up late you know, you're going home late so that's the thing right there and then um moving forward uh i after djing for parties near near the universities back then uh for college parties house parties and all i started to learn on my own way without the music theory and shit um FL Studio, Fruity Loops Studio. Uh, it's a digital audio software work workstation. Digital audio workstation software that uh, most music producers use to produce digital music. Most DJs use FL Studio because uh, back then uh, Avid Pro Tools is on the top shelf of the AWS and. Uh, being it on the top shelf, uh, it's only available available for Mac, for Apple devices. Uh, it's a bit discriminatory because back then, um, Windows or 
Windows PC aren't that you know com- very much competitive when it comes to creativity. Uh, most of the creatives use um, an Apple hardware to uh, you know utilize their their Photoshop's, Illustrators, Auditions, DAWs like Avid Pro Tools, right? So for the PC users before we had um, FL Studio and FL Studio is free until I guess if I'm not mistaken uh, it's free until you render your track so whatever effort you exert on making a track you can't even export it because it's on trial alright so you have to resort on buying it and it took me like four to five gigs, house party gigs, uh, to for for me to be able to you know buy a license FL Studio, and then from there uh, I started um, producing music on my own without music theory. Um, I only know. Back then, I I know playing the bass guitar, the guitar. I know I know some basic chords. Um, I know some basic piano chords, but then uh, other music theories. I'm kind of like dumb, you know. If it's the right term. Um, but yeah, uh, so I managed to create music just um, using my ears if it sound good I'll ask my friends about it if if the feed uh, and then consider consider every feedback that uh, they give me if it sound good if it uh, if it sound too bassy it, it, it's if I use too much bass on it if I if the vocals are aren't just fine I use too much effects that it becomes um, you know uh, not crowd healthy or something so uh, yeah with all the help of my producer friends uh, I fell in love to music music production per se and um, my genre I stick to one genre for for almost three years I st- I stuck on producing trance music and progressive trance music with vocal trance music. Looking up to my idols, Tiesto, Armin Van Buren, Armin Van Helden, Dash Berlin, and um, many more. So, uh, yeah, that's how old I am. I still, I, I, I get to listen to Armin Van Helden. Alright, so shout out to the peeps who used to bang their heads to the music of Armand Van Helden. If you don't know Armand Van Helden, he he's one of the first um uh trance DJs before well, way before Alesso, way before uh Ingrosso, way before Zed. Calvin Harris and all. So, uh, 
So those those were my idols in producing music, especially trance music. So um, through trance music, I met a lot of professional DJs uh, who became my mentors, who became my f- close producer friends, who's been helping me out uh, until now that I well technically I'm technically back in the music industry. Um, yeah. So. Uh, the lessons that I learned is that um, uh, being a creative in my case being a creative that's wherein you're technically just a creative without the educational background and all it's very difficult you know uh, you need to study music theories on your own you, you have to get net. I, I'm just I'm just lucky to have um, friends who are into music production courses or who really knows the ins and outs of uh, the music theory system. But um, if you're you're basically studying or under a program of music production, you're one step ahead from those who are not. Because I graduated... Um, under under the program uh, foreign affairs program or in uh, concerned diplomatic affairs program of De La Salle College St. Benilde and um, yeah it's it's kind of well heartbreaking uh, to the sense that one um, you have to teach yourself instead of um, wasting all those time producing your craft you still have to spare some time to uh, study proper music theory, at least the basics, at least the basics. Um, and then, number two, um, connections are very important. Is back then, uh, Facebook isn't much of a thing, so we get our tracks to Beatport mix crate and soundcloud and um not everyone are there's there's the the liberty of listening to free music uh like spotify on a digital basis back then it's not yet a thing although i think spotify existed back then already but it's uh it's a bit pricey so it's a lucrative thing to download just to listen to music if you can listen it onto the radio or soundcloud yeah there's no point of downloading spotify but then uh we're we're not aiming for um you know the profits uh on how many streams we get back then we're aiming for connections because um someone somewhere uh, out there who accidentally bumps into your track in, uh, from SoundCloud would definitely message you and tell you that your work is doing good uh, they think that it would pass as a professional track and then right there and there you get yourself your first gig if not your first label right so we need to um, 
man up and hu- hustle up on that kind of thing. And if you don't have much friends who are willing to support you, it's going to be hard, right? That's why um, uh, I founded Sovereign Society. It's um, a society and culture uh, uh, website wherein we promote creatives no, uh, not basing on where they're from uh, or what kind of culture they came from as long as they have credible, original, consistent um, crafts and they create through their heart and their passion um, will will be happy to lend a hand and pull them up because that's one of the struggles that uh, I have encountered as a creative before that uh, nobody's pulling you up unless you're you're good it's either you're good looking or your music is just too good or you're technically the best of the both worlds man I mean it's pretty hard right and then yeah number three and the last thing that I learned is that nothing is permanent right um five five years close five years uh, of playing through clubs playing through parties I stopped and I just I, I decided to just put this music production thing on the side as a as a part-time hobby because I know um since I don't have any any educational background from uh, any musical, uh, school or musical program um, it's technically a you know impossible for me to land a job in the music industry uh, whether whether or not my my content is good my music is good so uh, I set it aside and um, you know went on the status quo went on the flow um, started focusing on my studies doing mixes on the side uh, producing music on the side um, yeah and uh, fast forward to year 2018 when I completely stopped producing music um, and I felt that um I wanted to try something new, something to test my creativity, something to test my creative capability, something that that I would be proud to to tell everyone that I made it, that I produced it. So I jumped into the film industry uh, while working on the content creation industry, which that made me according to a friend in the music uh, in the business industry uh, that makes me a multi-platform producer because I produce for films I produce for for content creation for advertising and produce music so <clears throat> technically producing for different platforms is uh, the basic job of a multi-platform producer and uh, multi-platform creative producer are basically inclined within the 
creative side rather than the technical side which is um, the the ones that you mostly hear like a content creator um, but then uh, it allows for producers like me multi-platform producers like me to work on a very flexible uh, niche uh, we can use different niche different themes different approaches on different matters um, whenever we create music uh, music not only music but content or whatever we're doing right so yeah that's the reason why um, and now I'm back in music industry I, I uh, as I've said I start, uh, as soon as we started sovereign society um, uh, I went back on setting up my 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 hardware and you know <clears throat> um, sharpening my skills uh, taking off all those rust that has been on my skill set since 2000 and what 2000 and 15 oh it has been five years yeah since I produce music and yeah so I I just realized that film is not for me uh, content creation is not for me although I can be a multi-platform creative producer but um, it's still better to have something to you know grasp on like your home uh, something to call home uh, there are producers that there th- there are multi-platform producers that um, pretty much well versed on creating films although they also can create music and create other forms of contents <clears throat> um, but um, their home is film so in my case um, it's music. Uh, yeah, so that's why I launched this this What the Funk podcast um, to show the people um, uh, different insights on the music trend, the moving music trend that we have right now. So in this podcast, I'll be discussing um, new music, uh, new music genres. Uh, music production tips, music production, mu- music management, and artist management tips, and yeah, hope to see you soon on the following episodes, on the next episodes of the What the Funk podcast. This has been Mackie, and this is the very first episode of What the Funk podcast, only here on Sovereign Society. Uh, don't forget also to support our main podcast, is the Weekenders podcast, uh, going live on Twitch every weekend. Um, yeah, so thank you.